This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek show number 518, recorded on December 30th, 2021. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from a winter storm watch warning, Bellevue, Nebraska. Mike, you probably got the alerts a little bit earlier today. I think we're expecting some serious weather on Saturday. I kind of like how, I don't know if in your house, but the Amazon Alexa, I mean, I know it's been happening for a while, but how whenever those weather alerts come on, they all kind of ding in the house. I do kind of like that. It's been kind of nice to keep up on on that sort of stuff because I'm kind of that type. I don't watch the news Ever. I could probably tell you the last time actually I turned on channel, you know, one of the local news stations was during the big tornadoes uh, we had a few weeks ago. But besides that, you know, we yeah. never turn it on. So it's kind of nice to get those little alerts. And did you, you get, get that emergency alert that Tuesday at 11 p.m.? The other, yes. The other <laughs> yes. It happened in Nebraska. All of Nebraska's emergency, someone programmed it. I think it was supposed to go off at 11 a.m. It was, it was supposed to be just for their broadcast channel testing so uh, they alternate between 11 a.m and 11 p.m and they were you know this is the beep 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 and they're testing the the alert yeah. system right yeah. they were meant to just test the cable broadcast so it would only work on your tv well someone accidentally checked both boxes Ooh. of broadcast and yeah. cell phones so everyone's yeah. iphones at 11 p.m android went, everything my every, oh, android my windows too? phone went off really like the okay. whole yeah everything went off and they all and so nebraska uh twitter was blowing up with everyone being like why like that just scared the crud out of us waking yeah. us up to all of our phones going off because usually that's an amber alert too that's really loud. the only reason the phone one ever is alerted it was loud it yeah was, it was really it was loud dead. i was you know then i'm like well my watch went off my phone went off my android device went off my windows phone went off like you know, um, it just all went off and I was like, what is going on? It was late. You know, I thought, yeah, everybody upstairs, well, everybody upstairs phones were going off. So <laughs> thank you. Emergency alert system for getting that done. Of course, we'll post the show with some world-class show notes. Probably not a lot this week, but out at the average guy TV. Don't forget we're premiering now these on Saturdays. So if you want to join me Saturday at noon over the YouTube channel, uh, head over to the, no, head over to, I should make an average guy dot link to this, but I, I haven't done it yet. Well, I'll do it after the show. Head over to the average guy dot TV slash YouTube. And that'll be the channel that we do that on. Mike, just remind me to, to do I will. that. And, um, and join us on Saturdays. It's a ton of fun. It, actually, we get a, about just as many live there and we get a chance to chat and you don't have to, if, if you came here live, you can just chat with us in there. Noon Central uh, over on my YouTube channel. I think it's uh, youtube.com slash Jim Collison if you want to get find it that way. Or theaverageguy.tv slash YouTube. And it's a, a ton of fun. So join us on Saturdays. I think that's something in 2022, Mike, uh, I am going to commit to. Uh, Marv B. joined us last Mike was off two weeks ago. And Marv from Podnuts Pro. And I was on, uh, the, he did a year-end show that I was on uh, a couple weeks later. Marv, thanks for joining us. We'll definitely have him back. He's kind of starting. He's taking that Podnuts Pro, which if I asked you, what what's a Podnuts? Like, what is that? Nobody knows. So he's just changing the show name, I think, to, um, shoot, I had it in my, my brains. But it's it's very, very logical. Uh, it's like uh, support guys, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, networking support guys. That's not what it's called. But it's, it's like that. You kind of know what it is. So he'll be, uh, ooh, I wonder if I should have. 
I wonder if that's a secret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good thing you didn't remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you're good. Marv, if it's a secret, I'm sorry. I couldn't remember the name. I'm sorry about that as well. <laughs> and uh in okay, home home gadget geeks. I'm I'm putting you under a cone of silence now. You can't say anything unless <laughs> you can say something. Uh, anyways, Marv, thanks for coming on last week. Always uh, appreciate that. Mike, he had, uh, you couldn't join us. I'll start this right off the bat. Like, this was two weeks ago, right? Two we weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 Last week we're yep. off for Christmas. Um, uh, Marv and I talked about kind of these bad tech gifts that your family tries to give you mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas or your birthday. Thinking, of, I didn't prep you for this, but thinking about right off the top of your head, have you, you don't need to say who. But have yeah. you ever gotten that really bad, like Christmas tech gift? Well, you, you know, it's funny. It, I, I wouldn't call it bad, but um, I, I still get CDs, like physical <laughs> CDs. I'm like, oh, you got, you're gonna love this album. I'm like, like music? Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Like, I number one, I could only play this in my car, and number two, I'm just gonna put it on Spotify. Like, I'll just add it. I'll just, I can just. I already have it right now. I almost feel bad like they wasted their money um, or something like that. So, yeah, yeah just see, uh, CDs, CDs. music. Yep. CDs. Yeah, I haven't bought a CD in a while. It's been a couple I, I of didn't, years. I, I had to ask this family member, like, where do you even buy CDs anymore? <laughs> Target. Apparently, yeah. I think Target yeah. still has a section in yep. Walmart. Yeah, that's exactly still, where it was. Yeah. Uh, still, so, still might as well. Any uh, any any tech show up? Uh, Santa bring anything that uh, of any interest? Or was it a non-tech Christmas? Well, so uh, our whole family got influenza on Christmas Eve. Um, So we have had to delay everything. So we actually, today was kind of the first day we were all better. Um, So we are doing all of our Christmas stuff this this weekend. Um, My wife and I, we did do a little thing Christmas morning with our family. Um, Kind of tech, kind of not. Hannah got me one of those really cool Theraguns, you know, the, the massaging ones you can use to, you know, clean up your muscles after a workout, things like that. And that thing is really, really cool. Uh, the tech angle to that is, I, it's surprising. Those things are now coming with USB-C ports as their charging ports. Um, so I can't get a USB-C port on my iPhone, but I can get one on a Theragun massager, which kind of drives <laughs> me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so That's I don't know why hilarious. that is. But, uh, but besides that, no, um, not yet, at least. Um, yeah. Maybe more this weekend. I don't know. Think Things are still coming. The kids, uh, I got a wine. Sarah bought me a wine rack, which was kind of, I, I, we've, I've kind of wanted a downstairs wine rack to kind of just build up our, so we've got some reds down here. Yeah. You know, last year I bought the wine fridge for me. I mean, for her. And, <laughs> and uh, that started a whole, like, that actually started this whole kind of crazy uh, renovation phase that I've gone through. Cause I put, can't just put the fridge in. Then I was like, you know, if we put some cabinets around this fridge, that'd be pretty cool. And so we did that. Um, and, and then I, I was like, you know, it'd be nice to have a wine rack downstairs so that I could just put the, I, we could, you know, stock up some, some reds. So that's, uh, that's what she got me. The kids got me this really cool, V cutter oh. for cigars, which is uh, John like got a me tactical this. cutter. I think, yeah, yeah. kind of, kind of cool. I've been wanting one of these. Deep you yeah, you got to be careful. This thing is sharp. <laughs> yeah, this thing is could be part sharp. of the mafia now or something. <laughs> so um, that was pretty cool. I also asked for, and it's amazing what, like, I don't know how I sur- I survive this long. One of those little it goes on your on your propane tank for your barbecue that you know tells you how full the kid. <laughs> yeah. 
right? I've, yeah. I've never really had one of those. It's just, you know, you're in the middle of smoking a turkey and you run out of gas. You're out. And you're like, hey, jackass. Like, couldn't you just have a fuel gauge on there? So, right. Sir got me a fuel gauge for the uh, for the grill, which I think is helpful. I always thought there'd be a better digital solution for that. It's just straight up analog. You well, know? I've been surprised on because um, I had that same thing on my old grill. My new grill has like the thing it hangs on is like a scale, and so as it gets it like and it it goes up and down, so it tells you as it's moving up and down, kind of where you're at. Which I thought was pretty. I thought that thing would actually fail after a while. It hasn't failed yet. I thought it would kind of get mm. stuck and not yeah. move as well. Still a perfect gauge. And I'm like, that. that's yeah. kind of smart to have it built in. Um, but yeah, I think you're right on those analog. Sometimes it's just easier, doesn't break as much, and I should be better. Yeah, we'll see. I, right? It's out there. I mean, it's the tank had already told me I'm getting close to it being low, which is probably true. You, I kind of just jostle them. You can kind of tell how much yeah. is still left in there, but... And things be, being left out in the cold with batteries in them just suck, right? So, like, you, right. it's probably the better part about that. I know every no, time right I've on. left my two-way um, thermometer for the smoker out there, the bat it's just dead because that battery is hate being out in the cold. No, they do. They do. It's it's a good reminder. Like, if you got things in your car that have batteries in your you live north, don't leave them out there. Yeah. I mean, it will kill a laptop battery in a second. I just replaced the 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 main battery in in what's now Sammy's car the the Civic hybrid and that's you know I started thinking it was five years old five six years old and it was like okay it's time but you know it, it they always fail in the winter you know it's that they make it they each winter they're like oh I, I lived through the winter right and they make it all summer and then that very first cold snap and they're out they're out yep. you know so I uh, got that went to Napa and got that replaced well. Uh, we, we have a second Christmas as well coming up. One of my, one of my kids was in Colorado. So they're coming over. Hopefully they're coming on Saturday. It's, we've got this thing planned for the heart of the storm. So we'll kind of have to see how that goes, but, uh, they're coming over. I, I kind of, I think Marv and I kind of came to the conclusion, Mike, just let us buy the tech gear and (laughs) just get us, get us other things like that. Don't now I, I love buying tech for, for my family. If they ask, this is, by the way, it's, there's no secret here. If anybody in the family asks for anything tech related, I will buy it for them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just one of those like, oh yeah, 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 okay, I'll buy it for sure. Sarah knows for sure. Like that's, she could get anything. She'd just be like, hey, I really need a new laptop. There it is. Like, how, where did that come from? <laughs> type deal, right? Well, so, and for me too, it's like, it's almost like we get them the practical, like, you know, like the underwear and socks is like the practical gift that everyone needs, but you know, you don't get too excited about it. I'm kind of the same way. Like for my in-laws, I want to get them like a wireless access point to make their Wi-Fi a lot better. And they're going to open it and be like, oh, yippee. But then their Wi-Fi, they're going to love having great Wi-Fi, right? I'm just like, I get you the practical things that you really need. That you're not going to spend the money on, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of, uh, Joe had mentioned that his, his wife's family got him beer. You know, a good bottle of go. bourbon. You know, a, a good, um, I was, pop last non-tech story and then we'll, we'll move into some tech stuff here. But uh, my neighbor's tree, that windstorm we had a couple weeks ago, took out half of my neighbor's tree. So they've been cutting it up and stuff. I went up the other day. I just wanted the wood. And so I was like, hey, can I haul some of this away for you? Like, that'd be great. Right? That's work they didn't have to do. So we loaded stuff up and took it down to the house. So he he started talking to me and he, you know, he's pinging me, you know, and I mentioned I smoked cigars and I loved bourbon. And so about two hours later, a knock on the door, and there he was. He was like, hey, thanks for helping us clean up. And I was like, oh, you didn't have to do this. And he's like, no, I appreciate it. You didn't have to come down and, and help us either. And it was a Four Roses bourbon 
which is pretty good for old fashions. That's a good old fashioned nice. maker and two cigars. And I was like, Oh, I said, well, I got two. You'll have to come down and <laughs> you'll have to come down and burn one with me. So, um, kind of, you know, and this is, I felt bad cause he's probably been up there eight years and I've never, yeah, it's five, five doors up. Right. I never walked up there and knocked on the door and introduced myself. So I had to do a better job in the neighborhood about, uh, uh getting out there. So, um, Sarah says, uh, she's, she's really, and she is, she's really good at buying tools. She's, she loves, she loves tools. She does love, and you know, she loves me and I'm a tool. So that, that just goes, <laughs> that kind of goes, uh, hand in hand. Mike, as we look at 2022 and kind mm-hmm. of thinking about, you know, um, I've been doing a lot of home projects. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I was thinking about some things. I'll prime the pump a little bit here of like, what additional tech do I want to put in it? Initially, I thought I'd wire the shed and put some cameras out there. And then it kind of was like, yeah, it's probably more than I want to. I did some work so that I can easily plug the shed into the deck. You know, it's got a, it's got an outlet that comes out now. You just plug it in, right? I cleaned it all up. So there's some room in there and got some ventilation uh, going in there. So, so that's working for me. So not, maybe not as much tech as I thought, but I still have, it kind of bothers me that I've got three ring cameras. And so when I show them on the web, there's two and one, you know, like there's a square, like kind of what that square, (laughs) kind of what that square for. (laughs) Yep. Kind of need, I just kind of need it for completeness, you know? So I'm kind of waiting, kind of thinking through, kind of waiting for that. So I've got, I got my eyes kind of on a ring cam. I do need to, I need to replace, um, I'm replacing the basement windows here this year. And they got, we have concrete um, uh, little footers in there that they poured just for the windows. That's the way they did them. And I got to bust those out. So I'll be picking up, I'm going to go down to Harbor Freight and pick up one of their, um, not the most expensive thing, not the cheapest thing either, but a, I can hear Sarah laughing. <laughs> she's, she's about 20 seconds behind. That's super funny. Um, uh, but, but I, I need a hammer. I, I need a, you know, I need a, a power hammer drill oh, yeah, yeah. thing that I can do to kind of chip that stuff out. Anything as you, as you're looking at 2022 tech wise, anything you're looking at adding? Yeah, well, you know, there, there's kind of two categories for me. The, the first one is one we've talked about a lot and that's going to be the truck. And hopefully, oh, yeah. hopefully I get on because, uh, they did come out with the news that January, I think we talked about this last time. Um, I got the email that January is when they're going to open orders. Um, but they don't, you know, they said a lot of you aren't going to get them, right? It's going to be the next few years. So that would be a big piece of tech and kind of getting to know that really well, getting to know, you know, I think we know a lot about Tesla and the electronics in there and all the different tech angles. Um, I think, you know, with Ford, yeah, we've had the Mustang Mach-E, um, but this is really the next big all electric for them. So diving into that. Um, outside of the truck, for me, I really want to focus on AV in the house this year. And, you know, for me, I, I think I've told you guys, I I guess I, I can't say this anymore. I used to be able to say I don't have a single 4K TV in the house. And I guess that's still true. In the house, I don't have any 4K TV. The TV, when our one went out on the patio, I did replace that. And all you can buy really at that size is 4K. So it's a, it's a really cheap 4K one out on the patio that doesn't get used uh, as often. Um, but I really want a nice place. You know, Hannah is such a movie person and we watch so many movies I would love a good place to sit with awesome audio, you know, the true surround sound um, set up. So I'm thinking we're finishing our basement. 
uh, you know, whenever they can put in the window, they're going to start finishing the basement. And I think I'm going to take the opportunity to the living area in the basement to put a really nice, like kind of system down there, right? Really comfy seating um, and at least some sort of, and the good part about the basement with the way it is now, um, I can wire in, I can put wires up in the top for the surround sound. So I get in that. So that meaning that won't be a, a super expensive because I won't need to go pure wireless or anything like that. I probably won't, I won't go Sonos um, just because since I already have the ability to wire it in while I'm here, I'll probably just run some speakers and do it. But I, I really do want a, a really nice, decent set of speakers, um, a 4k TV with HDR. You know, that's just something we have not experienced yet uh, around our house. We're still all 1080p non HDR, um, TVs. And I think every time I go over to someone's house, it was a really good setup mm-hmm. and they turn it on and the sound, I'm like, Oh, this is like so immersive. You can actually hear the audio, like the, the vocals, right? Cause a lot of times when you have a sound bar, those channels get muffled and you can't, it's really loud in this, the action scenes. And then you can't hear the, um, the verbal communication. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a, a fun focus for next year. And I'm, I haven't even started Googling yet. Cause I don't want to until the basement starts getting closer. Cause I know I'll start wanting to get stuff ordered. Um, but yeah. So if people have suggestions, I'm like, Oh man, Hey, if you actually can run wired speakers, I know nothing about speakers, receivers. I know how they hook up. I've hooked up a bunch, but as far as like good brands, bang for your buck, right. Um, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm looking for. Be a nice, be a nice oh, project. Look at that. John Biggs yeah, already there offered. You <laughs> there you go. Nice, nice project. I was thinking, you know, um, I need to up my game a little bit on the treadmill. You know, I kind of, I kind of, I set it up. I have a nice TV stand where I've got a touch screen on it and a computer, but that, 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 the, the, you know, the, the, the pole that's holding on the TV, the stand is sitting on top of a cardboard box. Like I was walking by it the other day. I'm like, how jankety is that? Like, <laughs> that's just the worst. I mean, I could probably do something a little bit better than I, cause it, it, I, it wasn't just like I bought it and it was just not tall enough and I wanted a little bit taller. So I just well, put it on top of a cardboard box. I think though, I don't see anything wrong with that. You and I are such function over form yeah. guys, right? Like yeah. our, even my setup down here, it's, it's not pretty, but man, it's just, it's just the most functional setup for me for things. I'm constantly need to unplug and replug, you know, you for your hard drive mining and all of this, like yeah. our setups are just very functional yeah. and you know, my, the same way with our TV up in the living room, right? Like the way it's set up doesn't even really look the best, but very, very functional. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, Brian says, uh, he's thinking of a few projects, some non-tech related, replacing my, my office desk, getting my shower redone. We have a bathroom that desperately needs to be done. Um, that's it, those kinds of, you're right, Mike, we're, we're, but we are both very functional. I don't, it doesn't need to look for me, the function's more important than the form and it doesn't have to look excellent for it to be cool for me. Like right. if it's function you know i brought i just rewired that the i i brought an inlet in from the outside so i can run the generator now in in pretty quickly convert the house over i didn't do you know i didn't i didn't want to mess with a cut over switch and wiring into the house my generator's not big enough to really do that anyways so so i brought that in and that was a really fun project to to like i i saw some folks that were selling these i'm like you know what i can build this and so I spent some time cutting cable and cutting wires and, you know, bringing that in and price. It was fun. It was a fun project. Does it look the sexiest? No, it looks super functional. Like, right. <laughs> right. 
that's kind of the way, you know, that's kind of the way I like it. So um, Sarah says uh, maybe a hanging oscillating fan. We, we down here in the basement have sometimes trouble with the air movement. There's a dead spot. Oh, down right. the, and so she's got, we've got the floor ones that we do, but, but maybe, maybe, maybe that's a hint to me. <laughs> I think that's definitely a hint. Well, she's doing it so she doesn't knock it over. That's, uh, you know, um, Anything well, else? Go ahead. The hanging thing is kind of like the reason I'm, and we've talked about this on the show. I'm kind of, I'm not excited to finish the basement for the only for one reason, and that's I lose having the totally open ceiling that I can mount stuff to. Like these two lights that I have right now are just mounted to the ceiling, which just like screws into the the wood up top. And as soon as this is all finished, all yeah. that functionality you know, goes away. And I'm, I know I'm gonna really kind of locks that. you in too. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I want to be locked in. I think I know. Like I would, I want to be, I like to live in a world where everything is movable. Like you can, you know, even if it doesn't look the best, I like it. Well, one, I need to see it. As soon as something goes in a drawer, it is lost. Like I don't even, I don't even think I have it anymore. Like I open drawers, I'm like, oh, that's where that went today. Sammy and I were redoing her door. You know, we were staining. She, I I put a new door in like 2000 years ago. And we're just finally getting to staining it. And um, I pulled the box out that had the stain and the brushes in it. Well, in it was also a a bit that I'd been, a drill bit I'd been looking for. The, my box knife that I'd been looking for. A screwdriver that I'd been looking for, right? Because they were put away. I mean, they were, I I couldn't see Mm -hmm. them anymore, right? So it was... Was um, Alex? I saw that pegboard that used to be behind me on my workbench yeah. and everything hanging. I still have that. It's just on the other end of the basement. I love having all those tools right there, or else I forget I have them. And then it's just right. It's, I, it's I nice know I need them everything. out. I need them yep. out front. I need them Same. out front. Alex says, "Run all those wires while the walls are open," and that's yeah. super. I'm the all the walls are open down here in the basement, and I don't ever want to close them because I'm always reconfiguring things, you right. know, and so. Uh, Joe says he just ordered his first 3d printer. Mike, are Ooh. you, are you still like, I don't have one. Are you, I don't, are you, I, I'm always so torn with those cause they're so cool. And it, it's, it'd be the, it'd be the biggest dust collecting thing. Like, I don't know. I, I, I it's, no. I'm waiting for something, some project that I would need to pique my interest enough that it sticks with like for and you guys know me. I'm so ADHD with these hobbies 3d printing for some reason just hasn't i haven't had the urge long enough to actually pull the trigger on it but i go in these waves where i really want to grab one and it's usually something where i need a little part that i'm doing for something i'm like man i could just print that and that would be amazing it it, i i yeah i want to get into it it's one of those i'm trying to avoid it because i know it's a rabbit hole that i would probably go really deep down into um and really enjoy and and the only reason i'm holding off a little bit is i think my boys will really enjoy it when they get a little bit older, they're just a little too young yet. And I was figuring maybe the prices and everything by that time, you know, my oldest is five. I mean, okay, when he's seven or eight, he could probably have a lot of fun, start doing some more with that. And I think maybe in two to three years, prices will even get better on those. Because yeah. um, they're, they're still, I mean, you're dropping a pretty good chunk of change for for a decent printer. Yeah, our library, my... My daughter came home the other day and she says, wow, the Bellevue library has, has refitted itself with all kinds of technology. Oh, really? And you can, yeah, you can go in there and like rent time on a 3d printer. And I'm thinking that's probably the way to, to get that is the way started to, yeah. with it. Right. You know, take some, you know, take some projects in. I, I, 
I actually need a, I need more of a cutter. I've, when I was doing the generator inlet, uh, I bought a voltmeter, you know, to register what's coming in. So it has a little, you know, it has a little clamp that goes around the wire and then you can also power it from up to 240 volts, which I was surprised for this little tiny meter, it would take a 240 volt charge. So I, I brought 240 into it. And so it'll tell you what the current is and the load and some of those kinds of things. Super cool. But what I need, the hardest part about it is what I need is a face plate for a two outlet um, box. I need it cut to this precision size so mm. that the thing will snap in. It's designed to snap into it, you know? Well, <laughs> it's a little like, I'm like, do I, do I use an oscillating tool for that? Do I get a, you know, do I get a cutter? One of those, you know, what, what's the, what's the Dremel? kind of Dremel? Do I, yeah. do I need a Dremel kind of thing to do that? You know, it's like, how do I cut that thing? Yeah. You know? So well, I, you, I get some, you get, get the 3d printer and I'll just come over and use yours. <laughs> yeah. I need a 3d printer. Like I need a hole in my head. Let's just be really, um, you know, um, Sarah says our kids are always roping their friends into printing stuff for them. And that's, that's totally true. Um, I, I do, I'm, uh, you know, Brian says like a pickup truck, meet a friends who need to, you know, move when you get your truck, I'm going to have to come over and borrow it. I'll yeah. Oh, for sure. You'll probably, you know, well, cause that's me. when you'll finally move houses. You keep saying you're going to move. <laughs> She's listening. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Have I told you <laughs> that's our secret. That's our, okay. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, uh Brian says I need a, the plasma cutter, not for moving, but to cut the, so that uh, Brian, that was the kind of the question I had. I do have access to a plasma cutter, both at the community college and at the, at the local library, which I didn't, I was like, wow, they got a plasma cutter. Uh, so I need to go, I need to go down with the plans and have someone show me how to, uh, you know, Joe says, yes, a CNC plasma. So, so Mike, I'm thinking for me, I'm kind of thinking, uh, you know, an addition, one more additional camera I want to add in. And then I kind of, I kind of need to think through, I think I need to think through my digital assistant game and, and, you know, we've always bought the, you know, we got a bunch of the, got it free with a purchase, you know, you buy milk and you get a free Google, (laughs) right? right? (laughs) Whatever, right? Um, we got them all over the place now and they're confusing each other. And I swear they're talking to each other sometimes and you're like, Hey, you're not supposed to be doing that here. Um, so I, I kind of need to, Aaron has been reviewing, you know, Amazon has some of the big, you know, they got some of the big screens out and I, and I'm kind of starting to wonder, you know, is it time to up the game a little bit on the digital assistant side? You, You get that feeling like, okay, I can only have so many pucks laying around the house or are those working for you? Uh, Mine are working. I have two Googles I just need to get rid of because I'm all Amazon except that I have these two yeah. Google products. And to your point, they like confuse each other. And the one in the bathroom doesn't even work anymore. Mm. Uh, we had just used that one as kind of like a, a speaker in the bathroom. And and I don't know if it's the humidity or whatever. That thing just died. It's a Google one. Um, but no, like the, the pucks tend to work well, especially because it's usually my kids just yelling at them and not trying to understand <laughs> four-year-old babble. Um, cause I put smart plugs. Each of our kids had a tiny little Christmas tree in their rooms this year. Mm. And I plugged it into a smart plug. They both have a, an a lady in their room and they could say, so they said, Hey, just say, turn off Emmett's tree, turn off Harrison's tree. 
is my four. Like, hear it off, Harrison Tree. You know, he's yelling it and the thing like at one out of 10 times, a lady got it. But, uh, you know, so for those pucks around, the, they work pretty well. I kind of want to upgrade the ones there in areas and have nice speakers. Because, Jim, that first yeah. gen one that we yeah. got a long time ago when these yeah. first came out is still a good speaker. Um, but those little pucks are not good speakers. No, not. So that's the one thing I do want to, uh, that's why I would upgrade them is for better music playing throughout the house. I think I'd actually think about mounting them somewhere too, instead of them sitting on, like they sit on, on coffee tables or they sit on counters. I'd kind of like to get them up on the walls and get them off the counters, you know, in, in some way where they're, they're kind of up and out of the way. You don't need them. I don't need them sitting on the counter, especially the pucks. Right. We do have one where we have two show fives. Uh, one's in the kitchen and the other, I, I swear to God, they're listening to me right now. They One's in the kitchen. One is in the living room. They're just really separated by a wall. They get confused by each other all the time. We're, we'll be talking to one in the kitchen. It'll... <laughs> you know, it won't do what we wanted to do. So we say it louder because that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And so then the one in the living room will pick it up and you're like, no, 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 not you, you like, and so, yeah, you know, we probably, we, we probably need to think kind of about, you know, okay, now is the time that we kind of figure out, you know, maybe we figure out a plan for them. So right. I think we're going to see some changes in them. Google has not, I mean, not been very innovative. I think Amazon has been, and so I think there's going to be some new, I'm, I'll watch probably around the Amazon prime days. This is usually when you get them pretty cheap that I also, it was kind of thinking uh, maybe it's time to upgrade to an to a, a more powerful Android tablet to have. I've kind of my, my current tablet has been, I mounted it on a Manfrotto clamp so I can see it. It just kind of sits static. Now it's plugged in. It's not very powerful, not very functional to use, mm-hmm. But it'd be kind of nice, I think, uh, to have, a, you know, that, to maybe have a tablet, uh, an Android tablet, N- not because I need it, but more because I want to know what they're doing on Android, yeah. right? Just to kind of keep up with it. So right. that, that may be something else that I kind of, I, I kind of watch for, wait, wait for the deal on, kind of see how that goes. We did a uh, big thanks to Ed Sullivan. Um, I was able to pick up uh, from him, used his Mac, uh, Mac, uh, let's see, MacBook Air. That uh, he was he'd he'd bought the new he'd bought the new pro, yeah, and so us we I was able to purchase that from him and move that down to Sammy, so she's now on a Mac, nice, nice. Uh, M1 uh, MacBook Air. I I I need to really learn the name of these things. Like I know what the mini is, but that's it. The other ones I need. Well, I, I hate. I, I even lost track of all the yeah. naming conventions too. I can't remember so, what phone I have. I guess it's the twelve. Is it thirteen? I don't even know. I did pay off the Mac. And it wasn't that terrible. It wasn't that expensive to start with, but you know, I took the, why not? Why not take the pain? Why not take the free financing? So, uh, so I did that. So that's done. Uh, that, that was a 2021, by the way, probably best thing I did in 2021 technology wise, like the Mac, the Mac really fundamentally changed. Yeah. If, If I just think about what that did for me, as far as Improving the podcast, improving my workflow, get, getting me in the world of that, that I didn't right. really, I mean, it'd been a long time since I'd had a Mac. And then not giving in to, to having to have one or the other. You know, the part of the goal in, in when I bought the Mac was to make it live in a world of Windows. <laughs> like, could I put it, make it the center of the universe and still have all this Windows stuff around me? 
And I still do like it. It actually worked, which is, which is kind of crazy. I have no right now. I, I don't think about like, Oh, I need to use the Mac for that. Or, Oh, I need to use windows for that. I think I need to use my computers. <laughs> like what am I using? And I really don't see, you know, I run a Cronus on windows and on Mac. I run Bitdefender on windows and on Mac. I do the exact same thing. So yeah, I think if if best tw- best tech for me of 2021 was it's got to be the Mac for sure. I mean, and I know that's crazy talk, but if it it just it just brought me, you know, the the Ryan and Bob always give me a hard time cuz I'm always using stuff forever and I'm always on a couple generations back. That's the first kind of first gen thing I've had of anything like that in a while and yeah, it was a good I think it was a good buy. Yeah. You know? Good. Anything, Mike, anything for you as you think about tech purchases for 2021, what's the best decision you made? Uh, the best decision was that unrates were finally crashing and replacing the guts. Um, that has just been, I mean, we talked about this, it, just that upgrade alone and just having a stable system. I didn't realize all the, you know, like over the next few weeks after you do an upgrade, you realize all the issues you were having that you didn't even know you were having. Um, just that has been fantastic. Uh, so, so that upgrade, the, the 3060 TI, um, uh, thanks to Joe for letting me jump in on that, that when he got in line for that, uh, that has been amazing gaming on that thing, playing Forza horizon, just like the views of it is just like stunning. Um, so, and that was kind of the first current gen, new gen graphics card I'd ever bought. So I had always bought older graphics cards. And so being kind of on the front end of that has been has been really really cool to see, uh, so, so that technology has been great. But no more overall, not tech purchases, but just shifts in tech for me. And with, it's stuff we've already talked about throughout the year, which was making a lot of changes to self hosting and really deciding what made sense for me to self host, what made sense for me to switch and go back to you know the cloud using uh, OneDrive. For example, has been one of those things that I just love more and more the more I use it. Uh, OneDrive has been just fantastic for Hannah and me. So moving away from NextCloud from that, uh, haven't felt to, you know, really any any pain at all. And then just finding the right things to self-host and the right things to to put up in the cloud. That So those technology shifts were big, like oh, size of relief for me, took a lot off my shoulders, um, didn't have the stress anymore, plus gained some functionality, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking today, Acronis was, is offering now a terabyte of cloud storage, uh, you know, f- in for their backups for, for backups. Yeah. Oh. For their backup tool. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even have a one terabyte one drive to use. I mean, I guess, well, maybe I do. Do I? No, I don't. I, and I was thinking, then the files that are on there, like I don't really access them that very much. You know, it's one of those kinds of things. You know, you're thinking, right? How much do I really need to put in the cloud? You know, mm-hmm. and so those that got me thinking today. I was like, oh, and then so I went and looked at my Acronis, Acronis subscription, and I already have 500 gig there, and I was like, I'm not even using that. That's 500 gig. I mean, it's that's quite a bit of space. Yeah, for that for sure. kind of stuff. So maybe I got to get that. Uh, maybe I've got to get that figured out as well as like, cause this is that time of year, right? It's taxes, it's backups. It's where am I storing my stuff? Is my stuff safe and backed up? Right. That kind of, those kinds of pieces. This is the, this is the time of year. Um, you know, you, you kind of think, you kind of think through that and, and kind of figure out like, okay, well, what am I going to do? So, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think anything. Oh, I, I think the other thing, I, I think early in the year, you know, I bought this this ultra wide monitor. And that's been another, you know, I had two 1080p monitors, which actually provide more space. But having it all on having the Mac all on one in in one kind of just kind of I don't know, it just changed things. And then for Christmas, Sarah bought me a, you know, a desk mounted uh, stand for it. So I took because that thing had a big wide, you know, so all of a sudden yeah. I got some desk real estate back by yeah. putting it on a clamp stand. By the way, I think that if you're going to have multiple monitors, you got to have you got to have kind of a um, a plan for how you're setting up all your monitors because they'll take up a ton of disk space. You know, I, I took one of my, I took a big 27 inch monitor and put it in portrait mode. That was really, there were some things that I was doing again, trying to get the right thing in the right place. Not necessarily thinking whether it's windows or Mac, I didn't really, really care, but I had some things that I wanted to do that were more efficient in portrait mode. So getting a monitor that sit in portrait kind of super helpful, moving home assistant onto the surface so that I could, I could create big buttons on the dashboard and, use that to control the switches in the house right here from the desk, get all that stuff here, getting the right, again, getting the right technology tool in the right place for it. Exactly. People come down here and they're like, holy cow. And I'm like, I use every single one of these. Yeah. I know I have nine, but I use That's every eight. single one. Every You've time I it. think I've seen it. I know. And every time I think my four is a lot, I remember back to, to your nine. Yeah. Cause I, I agree with you. The one stand is huge. Cause I have four monitors on one stand. So it frees up all the underneath is still open. Cause the three that's three on the bottom, one up top, and it's all just on one kind of tree that branches out. I, I, I love that. Yeah, that was, yeah, upgrade. it's good. Have I just love, I just love the real estate. Brian says he just upgraded from a I seven. 4770 K, which is what I run the old studio PC on with a I7 12700 K with 64 gig of RAM. That's nice. That would That's be a huge upgrade. That would be well, how, on your Unraid box. How much memory do you have on that thing now? 32? Uh, 32 64? now. Yeah. 32. Will it support 64? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, and I have two. That'd be my next so purchase. I could easily just add in yeah. and go up to 64. And I've been monitoring that. I'm sitting at around 65% uh, usage. So I think once I start to get to the close to the 80 mark, I'll probably switch it over, go up to, but I haven't had any need for it yet. So we'll see. Having a Windows box, this is where I think Windows is infinitely better than Mac is on Hyper-V and doing virtualizations. Like it is just really dropped. It's if I need, and that's, you know, just spinning up Windows VMs is sometimes what I need to do, especially on some of the crypto things. Right. And so having a box, it's got 32. And I always thought that would be huge. Now I'm like, man, I wish I could. And it only support up to 32. <laughs> I'm like, God, I wish it would do 64. So I'm kind of starting to think about, you know, um, you know, how great, huh? like maybe I start specking out a system that would get me. I, I don't need the fastest processor in the world, but the more memory, um, the better. Sarah is reminding me, um, your car, I love my car. I love my Subaru legacy. Every time I get it in and I'm like, God, this thing is so great. I mean, <laughs> I know it's fossil fuel. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. But that thing is so great. Mike, I'm excited for you and that truck. I hope that does. I hope it happens this year. For we'll you. see, especially because my Jeep is literally limping along. So it just every day yeah. it reminds me like, hey, I should probably get replaced pretty soon here. You, you get to that, you get to that point and you're like, yeah, you're like, 
when is this gonna leave? I'm like, I don't even know what's leaking out because like my fluids under the hood are all full. So there's it's this come from somewhere it shouldn't, definitely for sure. So (laughs) you have any you feel any work pressure to replace? Like when you when you pull in the when you pull in the parking lot and you know, you see you see the park. Do you ever feel that kind of pressure? No, mainly because the outside of my Jeep looks really nice. Like it still looks amazing. I've kept that thing really nice, and I I car wash it all the time. Like it looks really good. Um, it's just it's it's just old, but I've taken really good care of it. So like as far as like you know the aesthetics of it and the pressures there, no, like, I don't feel any. I I, I do feel awkward when I have to drive a client around because it's just you know older car on the inside. Yeah, you know, there comes that old car stuff yeah. and the whole like hey when you close the door tap three times on the right side to get that window to roll down you know like those sort of little yeah like, a little little I, I felt that way with the 06 civic yeah. you know that there were some rust spots in it and you know you're just kind of like you know you're driving customers around or whatever yep and they don't care or maybe they do i don't care if they care but you care you know you're like yeah. oh should i be doing something different i think they just hate when my car leaks oil all over the private jets hangar like, can you park your car outside the hangar when we fly <laughs> Could you walk here? <laughs> Can you walk here? We don't want that parked inside. Take the bus. Something. Yeah. We have to clean up a big spot, oil spot, every time you leave. <laughs> Mike, I think one of the things in 2022 I want to do is more conversations out of the Discord group because I think there's every once in a while something blows up in Discord. Uh, today, we were, I think it was just today, you guys were spending a little time about pictures, picture storage. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of came up. Did you guys decide anything like as, as far as as far as a picture manager? Did you guys figure anything out? I think what we figured out is that there are a lot of options to consider. Um, I think was kind of the the general consensus. It actually, I did not expect this to spark a big conversation. I'm really glad it did. Um, by the way, guys, one thing we're considering doing is, and, and I've seen some other podcasts do this. You guys let us know if it's something you'd oh, be interested yeah. in uh, as part of a post show. Um, not recorded or anything, but what we would do is, you know, after Jim and I are done here with the live show, um, we probably wouldn't do a post show whenever we did this. We would just kind of in the show, maybe do a few minutes. We would cut the stream, go offline, but then we would jump into an audio channel over on discord and any and all of you would be, and we just kind of hang out and chat about whatever. It can be stuff we talked about in the show. It can be just chatting around and I've seen this work pretty well in other podcasts, um, so let us know if that if you guys would want to just jump in and, and chat audio wise. Let's just make a decision. So let's say last Thursday of every month. So okay. the last Thursday in January, we'll kick this thing off. Yeah. And uh, and we'll just say that's Discord night. And so the post show, what would normally be the post show will be us moving over to Discord, opening up an audio channel and just having a chat on a Thursday night. So let's yeah, let's plan on that. Last Perfect. Thursday of every well, I Let's just do, let's do one and see if it works. Yeah. <laughs> so last Thursday in January, we'll put that. You you talked to me about that, and I remember saying yes, and then I didn't do anything about it. So let's set let's schedule that last Thursday in January. That way, folks listening to the podcast version of it may may decide the average guy TV slash Discord if you want to join us out there for that. But Mike, keep going. What what'd you guys figure out? Yeah, and so what really is there are so many options when it comes to managing all all your photos. And when you think about it, it, you know, if you're kind of like me, 
the majority, 90% of my photos are in iCloud for me or for people who are on Android, probably in Google Photos, right? Because it's just, you're taking it all on your phone and then it gets back up to your library. And if you have a Mac, even better, because then you can open up your Mac and open up photos and they're all there as well. So there's kind of your syncing. And for probably the majority, that's that's good enough, right? Like all my photos, you're number one, you're, you're backed up, quote unquote, to the cloud. They're on your phone. Uh, they're accessible in multiple places. Um, but you know, for for a lot of us, though, we've acquired photos over the years from a bunch of different sources. A lot of us had digital cameras back in the day. And so we've got folders full of those. We get, you know, for, for Hannah and I, right, we have our, our wedding album of all the digital. We got a digital wedding album. Um, and so those, we have all those photos. And I've been keeping all those on the server, right? Because they're on the server and then I backed it up to Backblaze and, and they're secure. But they never get looked at. It kind of reminded me of kind of like that box of photos that's buried in, you know, my parents' basement that it's awesome that they have them, but they're so buried, you never use them. You don't actually look at them and enjoy them. And so what I was really looking for was, okay, like what's a good way to organize not just my photos, but Hannah's too? Because she's always, the question always comes up. Her mom is big into photography. She's making a photo album. She's like, hey, she'll ask me, like, do you have the photos of the kids from that birthday? I'm like, oh, I don't know if, that's, if I have them on mine, if they're on yours. Let me check the server. Um, so I just needed one way to consolidate. And when we were talking in, in Discord, there are a bunch of different options out there that people are using. And so we obviously there's the Photos app on Mac that's linked to iCloud. There's um, Casa, right? Well, what's the, is it called Casa? Or something Casa. Picasa? Um, yeah, there's Picasa. And then really the ones I was focused on, though, was a self-hosted option that you could like run in like a Docker container. Um, so for me, the first one that I found was PhotoPrism. And that's the one I'm going to talk about here in a second. Uh, so that's the one I threw out in Discord. I said, hey, have we talked about PhotoPrism? I can't remember. Um, Gavin Campbell actually was saying that there's actually a few of these open source options out there that he's been following closely to kind of see which one, you know, maybe wins or which one has the better feature set. So there are going to be different options. And so I'm just going to talk about one that I am testing out right now called PhotoPrism. Um, but, you know, in the future, I think this is a good conversation for all of us to kind of keep going because there doesn't seem to be a winner for this, for consulting all the photos and having them in a, in a nice place. So uh, but real quick, let's let's talk about PhotoPrism because there's some pros and cons to using it. And and I want to tell you kind of how I have it set up. So if you go to photoprism.app, I think that is the website. One second here. Uh, yeah, photoprism.app is their website. And you can go there and you can kind of read through the docs. You can see how you could install it. I installed it in Un on Unraid as a Docker. So it's part of the community applications. Uh, so if you do have Unraid and you have the community applications plugin, just, just search PhotoPrism and you can get it installed. The What PhotoPrism does is essentially it is a way to consolidate and organize photos, all of your photos from anywhere. Now, there are a few quirks that if you're kind of new to this that you know kind of surprised me. They don't have a published yet an out of beta iOS app. So when you're thinking about uploading photos from your phone, uh, they actually have a partnership with an app called PhotoSync which actually worked flawlessly. It was a great app. Um, but, you know, so there's, you're not going to be able to go into the app store and search for PhotoPrism. Um, and this is going to be largely web-based. So um, I actually haven't accessed it from my phone very often. I've always been on a desktop so far just because I've been getting it all set up. So I can't really comment yet on how good the interface is if you're viewing it from a mobile phone. 
Um, but just know this is it's not going to be as seamless yet because it's still in development as your Google photos or anything or as OneDrive or all your photos are just going to automatically upload. I will say oh, the PhotoSync app that they're partnering with does have those abilities to upload your photos to your PhotoPrism server um, at certain times or when you get to certain areas, things like that. Actually, Jim, this is perfect. I didn't know they had a demo on their site. This saves me from having to bring out mine. This is great you're looking at this i, I so, can't guarantee all the pictures are going to be <laughs> safe for I'm, work but well, well i'm sure they time. are if it's if they're on their website um but so what i really liked about photo prism number one is it's self-hosted so like i said i, I fired this up in unraid and in unraid you realize i just created a new share um so it's going to store all your new originals so you're essentially going to be copying photos to the destination wherever you tell photo prism to store your items and then from there, it's going to index them, create all the thumbnails, et cetera, et cetera, everything you would expect from kind of a photo organizer. The thing I love about this, though, is the multiple ways that you can get photos in. So for example, for all of my iPhoto library, I just installed the PhotoSync app on my phone and I just I set it to not go to sleep and I let it run through for about two hours. And it uploaded all 15,000 photos from my photo library. And the PhotoSync app is actually really nice because you know how on the iPhone, most of your photos are actually in the cloud. They're not local to your phone. It's smart enough to like, it downloads it from iCloud, uploads it, and then it and then it deletes it. It doesn't keep it on your phone. So it's not going to all of a sudden fill your phone up with a bunch of storage. That's been an issue actually with other um, apps in the past. And then it also has an import feature. So you can actually set an import folder to watch. So on my Unraid box, I actually already had a folder for photos and it had all of our wedding photos, the miscellaneous uploads that Hannah and I have just stored on the server. So I actually just pointed PhotoPrism there and said, hey, can you import all these? And it did that as well. What Jim is looking at right now is actually a really cool feature, which is the um, face recognition. And so the way this works is after you upload all your photos, it indexes everything. There's two tabs on this, uh, on the photo recognition tab of PhotoPrism. So when you click on the facial recognition, there's two tabs. There's one called recognized. And at the beginning, that, that'll be empty. There'll be nothing there. And then on the right side, there's one called new. And it's saying, hey, I found all these faces. Um, can you tell me who they are? And so you go in there. That's kind of a scary photo they use. Yeah, template, but, um, but you go in there and you say, okay, that's, that's Hannah. That's my son, Emmett. That's me, et cetera, et cetera. And it then just knows by the face that that's who that is. And then, so going forward from that, once you've tagged all the people you ever want to tag, um, you know, it took me about 10 minutes just going through saying, yep, this is this person, this is this person. And it's pulling these faces and only pulls unique faces. So it's not like you're going through and tagging individual photos. Um, it's just saying, hey, who is this face? Because I, I, I see this face all throughout your photos. Um, this now becomes an organizational tool you can filter from. So you can either go to your facial recognition and say, hey, show me all the pictures of Hannah and click on their face. Uh, show me all the pictures of, you know, my son, whatever I want. Or to get even more powerful, you can actually start to add this into your filters when you're searching through all your photos. Because for me and, and, and my wife, well, really what we loved about PhotoPrism was all of a sudden we had all of our photos between the two of us in one interface that we could look through. And we could start having a lot of fun with being like, oh man, like my, my grandma Rita, like I, I wonder how many, like I wonder what, what photos we have. It says we have, you know, 1,020 photos of grandma. Like, I didn't think we had that many. Um, you can 
add that as a filter. Then you can filter by year, et cetera, et cetera, by place. Um, and so you can start to get really granular with that facial recognition uh, and then kind of using it in search, which is really cool. And Jim, if you want to actually pull that back up, there was one one more kind of feature that I think was actually really, really cool with PhotoPrism, and that is the map. Uh, so PhotoPrism actually, so on the left side, if you click on, yeah, the location. So what this does is it brings up a map. Um, for those of you who are, are seeing visually, uh, watching the video, you can see about trying to explain it. Um, but on the interface, it pops up with a map of the world. And all of a sudden, you start seeing little circles with numbers in them on different parts of the map. So most of our photos nowadays are geotagged with where they were taken. Um, and so you can start to click around on the map and click into these little bundles of photos of where all your photos were taken. And my wife and I were having a blast scrolling around. We kind of forgot about certain trips we've taken, certain things we've done. Uh, there was actually one in Atlanta. We're like, we haven't been to Atlanta. We clicked in. It was the layover uh, we, when we got delayed on our honeymoon. We found some fun photos that we were taking while we were drinking some wine on our uh, on our layover for our honeymoon. Just again, making your photos useful and fun to look through again uh, was kind of a, a big selling point. I mean, it's free software. It didn't take any selling, um, which is kind of a, a cool feature of this. So as we were clicking around, we got to kind of reminisce on some of our vacations because you can do it by location. And that mapping and the way that they overlay the photos on the map, Jim's kind of scrolling around and looking at it now. I just thought it was really intuitive and something that, you know, for, for free software, I thought was really, really impressive on how it organized it. And it's super snappy. Like this is not, um, and we're on a demo site now, so I don't know how it feels, but you know, when, when I'm using mine, it is, it is very quick, very responsive. And then it actually auto categorizes things too. So Jim, if you click up a one down from the map, it looks like a little price tag. Um, so these are all of the quote unquote, I don't know what they call them here. They call them some of the categories or tags. And so it'll categorize like, Hey, you can do sunglasses. So if I type in sunglasses in my search, shows all the photos of us wearing sunglasses, um, et cetera, et cetera. And so it shows all the different, um, it just auto categorizes for you. So you can do, you know, I don't know, the water or, or mountains or, you know, whatever is, is big in your photos. And it tries to do some of that auto AI stuff. Um, but just, just overall, I thought it was a, a pretty, pretty cool offering. That's a Nicholas Cage tag. I don't know why Nick Cage is all over this, this demo site, but he it must is, be a big Nick, Nick Cage fan. He is all over this site. So if you head out there and you, you go through the demo, I think if you go back to the facial recognition, do they have him identified? There he is. There, there he is. He's got more pictures than just this one. There's, I saw a few of them out there. So. They, somebody needs to go out and categorize it. Mike, I use both. So I use the Google Photo, or I mean the, the Apple Photo app on my phone. And I then I sync those. I also sync those to the Google Photos. And I think I pay a buck ninety nine for the space for that. And I, I actually find the Google to still be a good photo app. Like, yeah. it, it just made... Hold on, let's get rid of Nick Cage here. I don't know why he's still <laughs> up there. Um, It just made... It just made a video for me, you know, like the end of the year. It was like, hey, here's an end of the year video. Every other picture was cigars. I was like, okay, <laughs> I take way too many pictures of cigars. That's what I realized, you know, in that. Because I, I love, I appreciate this conversation, but I don't, I realized I've kind of stopped taking pictures. Oh, like really? I don't, I just don't, yeah, I'm just yeah. not, I'm not, I mean, 
I think the real last set of pictures I took was when I was in London in December of 2019. I took a bunch of photos there because that's what you do. You know? Yeah. And your kids are grown. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not yeah, like, well, I think we, a got lot grand, of that. we got grandkids. That's true. Here's, here's the deal. Like my kids take so many pictures and I see them on Facebook or we have a private Snapchat. You know, they just send them. They just send us pictures all the time on Snapchat. And then I eventually I see the best ones on Facebook. I'm sure they're landing on Instagram. I'm just not there to see them. So I've kind of, I think I've got kind of lulled into this sense of, I know what's going on because I, I don't have to take the pictures. Somebody else is taking them and I just get to view them as opposed to me being the one that has to do it. So I've gotten yeah. super lazy about taking pictures. Right. And, and, no. you know, and that, and that could be the case too. And I think, you know, for me, I'll probably keep a mixture of, of all of these because yeah. I love yeah. the yeah. videos that, because number one photos actually does that too. Not as well. The, the native photos app for iOS. They'll it's send terrible. Videos every once no, it's while. awful. It doesn't do it very well. I mean, it doesn't do it enough and it's not intuitive enough. Yeah. Very. You know, yes. Both, both are true. Google's got this thing nailed. Like they, yeah. Yeah. they somehow figure out spooky they figure out how to stitch these pictures together. You're crying at the end. You're like, this is a major motion picture. You know, you're right. like, holy cow. So, yeah. yeah. And so for me, I just, I, you know, I'll probably keep Google Photos too. I have yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one, though, was great for consolidating all the families yeah. into one. Yes. Uh, that was a, yes. Now, the thing it's missing is a native app on the iOS. It's also missing uh, multi user support. So you can do multiple installs of this. Like you could run two different Dockers. Um, but as far as photo prism is concerned, it's, it's one account, which at first was kind of bubbing me out, but then at the same time, like, no, the, the whole point of this, like if I wanted multiple users in my case, I would just, we already have two users on Google and two users on iCloud. We would just access those. So yeah. this is a good, just cons- consolidation. And yeah. it might be something that, you know, now I fired it up and we never really use it again. And it's just collecting photos over time. But, um, I did kind of walk Hannah through it today. I was kind of showing her how to use it, and we were we were having some fun uh, looking back at the memories and, and things yep. like that. So I, I don't know. It's 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 definitely a good option. Um, I think I, I, Gavin put it pretty well that it's probably something good to monitor this and some of the other self-hosted solutions. I mean, if you're someone who needs photo management, you, you know, and this might be a good solution. And that's where I was too, because we just we are, our photos were kind of scattered everywhere. And if they weren't taken on our phone, they weren't ending up in iPhoto or. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I can still call it iPhoto in yeah. photos or Google photos, right? Yeah. Cause that's the only way my auto upload to those is the only way photos ever get there. Um, so th- this was, this was one way that they all kind of now get back home. And I know Joe mentioned one of the things that um, keeps him on Android is the syncing to his unraged share over Wi-Fi. Yep. And uh, you know, I think, you know, Alex brought up a good point too. the, the, the photo sync iOS app is, is pretty awesome. It does let you pretty much send your photos sync them anywhere, yep, multiple yep. different destinations, yep, SMB shares. So you yep. could just go to a share on Unread if you want. The other cool part about that too is you can then set that share to be monitored by PhotoPrism, right? And then PhotoPrism could just be, you could import from that yep. from that uh, folder. So that could be another way, Joe, you could easily just now install uh, PhotoPrism and have it slurp all that in. And then you would be syncing still over to your Unraid. And then Photo Prism could be a photo management then over at the end. OneDrive is out there as well. One, they've got an yeah. app that it that always seems like it goes through phases where it gets worked on and then 
nothing for a long time. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, we got a new, we're doing a new thing with photos, you know? And so you get, you know, you, you, you kind of get it. Uh, yeah. I just am not, I think Sarah's agreeing with me. We, I just kind of spoiled um, with, I just don't take as many photos as I should. And when I do their cigars, so I need to maybe in 2022, I, I, I do more photos. I don't, no, I, I don't think you need photos. to. Right? I, I, I mean, you, you, if your kids, kids are taking them for you. Listen, my kids are great at taking pictures. So they're doing it. They're showing up on Facebook. It's exactly the way I want it. Like, it's like, I want to see a picture and go, oh, and then I don't want to see it ever again. I yeah, want to track right. it. I don't want to, like, I don't want it. I don't want to have to worry about backing it up or storing it. Oh, Sarah, Sarah just said she's agreeing. Darn it. With Brian. Um, so yeah, I don't want to, yeah, I don't, I don't want to mess with it. And listen, I know, you know, you're like, yeah, but what about a legacy and things that you leave? Well, listen, that box of photos that you said got buried is also in, in an inch of water. Cause it, you know, somebody spilled on it and, or the basement flooded and you didn't know they were there or whatever. So by the time you get to them, they're ruined anyways. And so you get like, we, I think sometimes we have to think we've got to keep it all. And I'm kind of like, no, enjoy the moment. <laughs> like, yeah, enjoy the moment you're in, put that in here. Cause listen, you, you, I've seen this, you know, when my dad passed away years ago and that stuff gets forgotten pretty fast, you know? And even if you had copies of it and you, and you're like, okay, here's the, here's the password. You know, when I die, I'm going to give you the password to my Google photos. Yeah, apparently I don't care about his pictures as much as he cared about his pictures, right? Mm-hmm. And and so you just kind of like, oh, here's another one of Uncle Bob, who I don't know. You know, well, I think the key uh, is just having like three or four really good photos of all your big family members, because that's all yeah. that matters to me. Like, because I, I whenever I get printouts, like I do have like in my office at work, you know, one of my great, great grandfather who worked at UP. I've had that in my office since I worked at UP, like, and like having just a few good, but I'm not going to go look through boxes and boxes of photos, but I do love having those few yeah. good ones. So. No, it's good. Alex is asking if uh, photo prism actually is copying the photos or just monitoring the location and making interactive viewers. for the photos. It is, it is copying the photos. So it does have the, the ingest folder or like the import folder, they call it is separate from the storage and it imports it in. So it imports the original, which I kind of liked to, and you can set it to delete after you can set it to delete the import folder. So it could be like, if it was an ingest, you can have it delete um, what it just copied over from where it copied it from. So that with that way you're saving space. If you don't want to duplicate for me, I'm kind of like, I kind of like how now it's just kind of a separate system. It pulls it in. Now I have a copy of it in photo prism. If I'm editing or deleting over there, uh, it's not really messing with anything. So you could set it up both ways, but it is copying by default. Uh, Brian Hour says his dad passed away at the end of October. Sorry about that, Brian. I uh, found his photo stash. Now I need to burn my eyes out. Oh. Hopefully that's okay, Brian. Hopefully that's okay. Um, yeah. That's, you just, well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, man, I got to put a, I got to think about, I got to go through I and just a, clean up that, right? Because it's I an auto a, upload. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. Like I, um, this, the other day I was out, we were out seeing a movie and some friends were like, Hey, could you take, not friends, some acquaintances. So would you take a picture of us? Sure. Give me your phone. And I, I literally just start taking pictures the second they start smiling. And then I'm like, one, two, three, 
one, yeah. two, three. And but I am just I'm I do the same thing. Fifty pictures now. This time I didn't, but normally I turn the camera around and I take a selfie that I give that I give to him. Um, but but um, all of a sudden you end like you know when I was I was taking a selfie with my granddaughter and. Yeah, I took like 40 of them, you know, because we were just, I was trying to get, I was trying to find the right one. Well, then I took the right one. That's my Facebook profile. It's out there right now. I adore that picture. I have 39 other pictures I don't care about anymore, Mm -hmm. but they're being stored somewhere, you know? And so, and then you're like, okay, it's a lot easier to just take the pictures than to delete them. Google does do some things too, where they're like, hey, like, do you really need this receipt? I love that feature of Google. <laughs> yeah. That needs to be everywhere because yeah. I use right. that all the time. Like, no, right. I don't need like the scanned. The one time I took a picture and I scanned, I've already saved it. I've already used it. Yes, that feature is absolutely amazing. Alex says uh, for relative photos, it'd make it easier to identify older family members. That's true with facial recognition. And I don't know about you, but do your boys get mistagged as you? Sometimes no, just, and they don't oh. even get mistagged as each other. Oh, even well, as babies, okay. it's weird. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good because Tim, my son Tim, and I look must look identical because it's always mistagged. it's always confusing us. Okay, uh, on those, uh, Sarah says I always delete right away the ones that I don't want. Man, good for you. I don't. I don't, I don't either. Mine's I full just of don't crud. Gavin says I like the iOS and Google Photos features. Uh, where it auto makes a collage for you. I've gotten I've gotten those from both of them this year. Um, again, that's where all the cigar pictures came from. Reminds me of uh, photos I've enjoyed watching them. I hope the self-hosted version does this eventually. I know Google did one the other day. It was like they grow up so fast, and it was a video of like collage of like Emmett all the way from when he was a baby. And I'm like that facial recognition is insane. Oh, dude, and it was him spooky. throughout his the next five years. I'm like. I'm like choking up at work. I'm like, oh, geez, this is like, how did it know? Like, it just like, oh, it, that Google is good at those. They're good things. at that. They're yeah. good. Listen, stick to your core competencies. And that's like, Google is good at that. They're, they're good at that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I, yeah, it's just tough to beat. I just, for a while, I was taking photos, saving them to OneDrive and then saving them to Google and then saving them to my Dropo. So I had a local copy. And I was never using them. Like, it's not like I was taking photos that I was using for the blog or whatever. So I didn't need all those. Where they've, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know where half my photos are anymore. You know, I'm kind of like, and I don't, I don't know if I care. I guess I've been doing it long enough in Google. Google Google does a nice job of also saying, hey, 11 years ago today. Like, hey, nine years ago today. You can go back and see all those. And those are kind of fun to look at. So. Um, yeah, well, it's a good, it's, it's a good conversation. And you said this in the beginning, it created a lot more conversation than I thought it would when you guys first started talking about it on discord. And then all of a sudden there was a gigantic conversation around it. So if you haven't joined us on discord yet, head out to Sarah, you could even do this too. You too could join us on discord, head out to the average slash discord and jump in there. And, uh, it's great, great group, great conversation. I appreciate that is one group I never have to police. I mean, it just is great. You guys are super awesome. And yeah. uh, appreciate you guys um, out there doing it. The deal section is a good one uh, to be in because it gets spot on with what I'm looking for. It's probably cost me way too much money in the past, but uh, if you're, if you're not signed up for it, um, head out there and get it done. 
join us, join us in Discord as well. Mike, anything else we should chat about as we think about wrapping up? Well, let me say this before we do. Thank you, Mike, for I think this ends five or six years, something like that, whatever yeah. that is. And I was thinking the other day, I was like, I, I didn't get you a Christmas gift. Maybe it's good I didn't because you were sick. <laughs> and uh, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and pick you up a bottle of Jeff and bring it by now that you're feeling better. But thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with me on Thursdays. It's always enjoyable to do this. I'm looking forward to 2022. I kind of keep imagining at some point you're going to be like, eh, the family's kind of overrun me, but not not so much. So thanks for not yet all the years of podcast. <laughs> no, but thanks for me stick around. I, I I always love our Thursday conversations, and it keeps me keeps me on my toes, which is staying up with tech. And I number one, this community is just so much fun to be a part of. Like I love doing the show. And then I really love hanging out with you guys on discord and, and on Twitter and things like that. So no, just fantastic community. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I think uh, I'll say thanks to our Patreon subscribers who've been just rock solid in your support for that. That kind of helps in doing what we do here, what I do here. And, uh, and so I appreciate for those of you who support on Patreon, if you want to do that, if, in 2020, 2022, 2020, 22, in 22, <laughs> 2022, there we go. Uh, if you want to join that Patreon team, uh, you can do that. Head out to the average guy.tv slash Patreon. And we got some, I think I just have a $5 plan. I do have some coins. I do have some, uh, there, there's a sample right behind my head there uh, up over on this side. If you, it's not that big, it's a little smaller than that. Um, but if, uh, if you do the $5 pledge, I'll send that coin out to you and, and a lot of appreciation. Thanks for, for doing that. And for the rest of you listeners, we'd love to hear from you in 2022. So drop us a note, Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv, if you want to get those uh, to me. Uh, you can follow Mike uh, at Uyghur Tech on Twitter. I am at Jay Collison if you want to do it that way. We're always in the Discord group. That's actually probably the best way to do it. Again, TheAverageGuy.tv slash Discord. Big thanks. Someone still joined uh, uh, the, the, the you know um, Coinbase. And so if you want to do that, if you want to join us in this crypto revolution, that sounds so cheesy. That's the dumbest thing I've ever said. <laughs> if you want to buy and sell cryptocurrency, which is what it boils down to, markets are down a little bit, but that's okay. Maybe now is the time to jump in. Uh, TheAverageGuy.tv slash Coinbase, first $100 trade. You get 10, I get 10. It's not a bad way to do it. And uh, somebody else jumped in this week. Mike, every time I think those are done, like I'm like, ah, nobody else is going to do it. Somebody does. Someone signs. Yeah. Just like HelloFresh. Like, like we listen, I can't get... It makes my it would make my heart sad if we had to give up HelloFresh. We've thought about it like, hey, we could probably buy these ingredients ourselves. We got enough recipes. I've learned a ton. I just love getting that box. Two meals a week are taken care of and a couple lunches. I, I get to cook, you know, uh, dinner with Sammy and we enjoy bourbon when we're, how great is that? Like we start as we're preparing, I get two whiskey glasses. <laughs> And then we sip whiskey and, and it's the uh, experience more than just the food. Huh? It's pretty great. It's yeah, pretty great. But if awesome. you want to join us with HelloFresh, I get you a bunch of free stuff. So the average guy.tv slash HelloFresh. All right. Enough pimping. We'll do a little bit of a post show for those that are listening live. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back um, next week. Uh, it's the it's next year. We'll see <laughs> you next year. It's, it's next week. Joke. Aaron Lawrence is joining us. And I'd uh, love to have you join us live. Maybe a New Year's resolution for you would be to come out and join us live Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv slash live. We have the best chat room on the internet, and it's a, a ton of fun. Uh, you should do it as well. Make 519 the first one you attend. We'd love to have you. 
and uh, thanks for coming out. We, uh, with that, we'll say, say Happy New Year and good night, everybody.